0: what's up guys welcome to the show this is me just traveling around on a bike today this is my first podcast so it was with harold and to give you a little backstory, i was in st louis and just kind of going through the town biking through checking everything out And I was dumpster diving all morning, and like that was where I was giving those people flowers and a bunch of homeless people food. And I was thinking I had a place to stay, so I was just kind of, you know, just just hanging around all day, doing doing really a whole lot of nothing, uploading some stuff to Patreon and whatnot. But then I went into downtown St. Louis, where I was going to stay with a girl who said I could crash at her, her couch for the night, but she said she was out gonna be partying till like midnight, and I was like, I need to get some sleep before that because I got a big day of biking the following day. So, I was hanging around listening to some live music, and I was, I went on warm showers and went to the closest host near me who would have happened to be Karen and Harold, and they, I couldn't have, couldn't have had anything, had a any better experience. They... I With about 20 minutes notice, they opened up their home to me. They gave me a whole house. They live next door. They gave me a house that was used for Karen's mom as a bnB and b But that wasn't running anymore. So they gave me a whole house. They sat down. They were super excited I was there because I was their first Warm Showers host or guest. And they gave me a pizza. And then he let me go to sleep. And then Karen actually went on, or she's still on this this bike tour i think to cincinnati and so she left early that morning and i was i was kind of bummed because i wanted to do a podcast with her but harold he's like I, I can get on your show and i was like hell yeah so he brought over eggs in the morning brought over some coffee and that's what you'll hear we're, we're munching on breakfast because he had uh he had a meeting you know right after right after the show so hopefully it's it's not too bad of audio but to set the scene a little bit it's me and harold eating breakfast in the morning, right outside of downtown St. Louis. All right, we're live. Great. great. So yeah, what were we just talking about?
1: We were talking about your uh, experience on the organic farm. So right now you're eating organic
0: eggs. Yes. I know, they look amazing. Look at this
1: yolk. Yeah, they're uh, just,
0: at most, those are two days old. And they're probably just one day old, I think. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so you were just saying you rescued the chickens. That was well, street.
1: Right. So we have four in our backyard. I'm apologizing if there were an audience here because I'm chewing. It's okay. It's okay, okay. So the four back here, we have two over pullets so or young chickens. We got them recently and they're too young to lay. These are fantastic. One is too old to lay in our own backyard and the other one lays it regularly. So there is a community garden one mile directly north of here.
0: Mm.
1: It's a nice corner lot. And someone built a beautiful mm-hmm. chicken coop and a nice fence, a large fence run for them. So they were semi-free range. All right. And uh, they've been ignored, though, every time I used to go over there on my bike. I'd see they didn't have food and they rarely had water. I don't know how they were surviving. So I just adopted them. Yeah. Unofficially. And then I found out who, <laughs> then I found out who technically owns them. He said, yeah, I don't get over there much. If you want to care for them, that's great. So wow. I care for them. Anyone can just take... Just good people. Right. Anyone you know. can take the eggs. They're accessible. The way the chicken uh, coop is built, the hen house is built. At, over at the garden. Over at the garden. Mm, right. And anyone can just reach in and take eggs.
0: That's interesting because like, I knew when I was in, in college, I was playing basketball one day. And uh-huh. I was you know, still kind of like the same like eco nut as I am right now. And yeah and me and my friends were playing basketball and then I looked over and there was like, you know, a community garden, massive. Uh-huh. But it was it was not only like, you know, fenced off and stuff, and I'm like, that's cool, like I'm I'm just going to grab a tomato, uh-huh. you know. Sure. And these ladies got extremely upset at me. they were picking cuz like everyone had their own lot.
1: That's right. That was a community garden. Right. Everyone had a lot. This one, I don't know who maintains the vegetables.
0: And I understand. Like everyone for, yeah. yeah. I understand for that too, but mm-hmm. I think like there should be more community gardens where it's just free food, you know? That's right. Because I think it's just important for, for everyone to see that. Like right, food is- uh,
1: the garden you were at, and there's a huge garden, again, about a mile and a half north of here, where that's fenced in, mm-hmm. locked gate, and people have their own beds, their, their raised beds, yeah. and they garden, so the argument there is, there are people who don't have backyards, for example, in which they can have their own garden, unlike what we have here. Mm-hmm. And so they put in all the work and everything like that. But often there's so much production that it could be
0: for sure. There's this, um, yeah. there's this there's um, this company that is kind of like a database. They started. It's called Share Waste, and I'm not sure if it's here too. No, I don't know what but no. I think I I don't know if it's just in Chicago or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like the same thing if people don't have room for compost Mm -hmm. and so like it's a database where you can go you say like hey either I have a compost give me your food scraps Mm -hmm. or or I have food scraps where's a compost sure and I signed myself up because I had enough space and I just built like a little compost out of pallets Uh pallets. oh that's great yeah and uh, yeah so many people I was expecting you know like you know maybe one person Mm -hmm. but like right before I left I had like five or six people giving me food scraps. Mm-hmm. You could just tell the trend like where, mm-hmm. where people are moving towards. Sure. And there is a business in St. Louis that so will
1: pick up compost. In fact, the guy has dozens of chickens he feeds yeah. the compost to. He picks them up. We have two compost bins here on our backyard. That's we, what I'm we can, jealous. We compost everything. But yeah. you can do that if you have space.
0: That's what I'm, I'm jealous because the you chicken... Know. When I was at the farm, the chickens no. were eating everything. You no, give chickens doesn't. everything. No,
1: the, I, I spoil the chickens. I give them good, good feed. Yeah.
0: And agree, the same
1: vegetables that I would eat, basically. Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah that's great. But So anyway,
1: the, one, the community garden there is unfenced. It's open. So I think anyone comes by. And I've seen people come by and pick up eggs, too. Mm. So it's really first come, first serve. But I understand people who put in work in their own plots, for example. I understand
0: that. 100%. 100% yeah. yeah. And okay. I was just a hungry like, college kid. Just, sure. No, know. I understand completely. Yep. I, we just played like four games of basketball. I was like, I'm That's going right. to get a tomato. I, boy, <laughs> I used to, uh,
1: when I was your age, I used to be able to play even in 100-degree weather, you know, outdoors, you know, pick-up games. Yeah. What you're talking about, probably.
0: Right. Yeah. Just a lot of fun. That's right. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, how about... Let me tell me about like more about yourself. Like oh. how'd you get into biking in general? Just like you said, you went vegetarian recently. That's right. It's, a, it's the same thing. I I'm, know there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. It, it's actually it's actually it's
1: actually not a lot. Uh, it's 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 not a lot actually. I've I've been a regular bicycle commuter.
0: We'll talk about bicycling for the I've hats a, are sweet too. Your hat last night was. Sweet. You know this is a. a, a
1: course a program in urban cycling skills and my wife that karen whom you met teaches mm. called cycling savvy they put out a really nice brochure yeah. it's like a little booklet i'll find a copy and mm. give it to you before you leave okay i'll give you a couple if you want to hand them out <laughs> so it's an ur- it's an urban cycling skills class because mm. there's so many of our fellow writers out there who don't even know which right side of the road to ride on Interesting, and don't right. know that you know that they have to be careful if they're on sidewalks and we don't recommend riding on sidewalks right but when people do they have to be super careful i i have a lot of acquaintances who even blow through lights you know so you know I, yeah, tell, I, I definitely d- am not the best bicyclist. Yeah. bicyclist rule. Yeah, is, I, I yeah. tell people if, if motorists rode the way many of my fellow bicyclists do, we couldn't be. <laughs> it's a sh- it's a shame, but uh, but so it teaches urban psych It teaches one how to be safe in any in any environment. So yeah. that's the genesis of the cap.
0: Great, and they're great merchandise too. Like your it, hat yesterday was sweet. That's what I first great. noticed. I was yeah, like, that's it, a it cool is, hat.
1: It it is a great hat. Yeah, in fact, I will give this one to you if you if, no, if you no, want it. Absolutely. No yeah. way. I you need No, I needed order more. I want to make I'm a gift to you. Him. So no, I'm just giving it to you as a gift.
0: That's incredible, man.
1: Thank yeah, you so I'll much. I'll give it to you. I'll take it off uh, when we're done. Yeah. So how did I get involved in, in say, bicycling? Yeah, and right. I'm really a bicycle commuter. I'm, I'm Right. Not That's ride. all I was before yeah. this. You know. I, I used to ride uh, short, short tours when I was younger, you know, as your age, a little bit. Not not to the extent that you're doing nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But I just got involved because, uh, you know, of the, I would call it the First wave of environmentalism in this country. So I'm old enough to be your father, and in some neighborhoods, old enough to be your
0: grandfather, probably, if I had, had children that was a very eight. young. I met a guy yesterday yeah. who had his first kid at 15. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> go That's ahead. a real issue. That's a, prescription
1: for, that's a prescription for poverty. They have children yeah. at a very young age, especially. He, more than he like, was homeless. That's right, that's a
0: prescription for <laughs> poverty.
1: For mm-hmm. yeah, sure. So I got involved. It would have been. I was your age in the early 70s, early to mid 70s. Mm. And that was really the first wave of you know, post-World War II environmentalism. And it's that, you can, sort of semi-counterculture environmentalism is yeah. what you call it. Right. And this right. is in, a, in some ways sort of a second coming of that that you're part of. Yeah. There,
0: were sure. no,
1: there were no dumpster divers then, of which I'm aware And people weren't as interested in bartering as you are, my friend Ian, for example. Is Mm -hmm. but there was still a sense of environmentalism. Riding a car, I mean, driving a bicycle to avoid being dependent on the oil economy. You know. Wow.
0: So that's uh, why you started.
1: And that's great. And it was just a lot of enjoyment, rather than being—it's a a slower pace of life. That's right, it is, rather than being what uh, sometimes we cynically call cages. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know. Even on uh, on warm showers, where I find you some some other. lady i just was like looking at her profile mm-hmm. she's like well um you're welcome to stay in my human zoo for as long as you like this so <laughs> is <just> a building <laughs> you know a zoo <laughs> human you know. zoo i was like that's great that's gonna, such a bicyclist i'm gonna, like, gonna i'm gonna wander over. yeah, yeah you're good. oh i
1: can carry this oh that's go ahead good. yeah you're good I can, here i can stretch over <laughs> no you have a lot of room so that's, that's why i like that i've been a regular commuter i'm almost seventy. I've been a regular comedian. And you look great. like For yeah. people who can't well, see you, you, you look fantastic. That's great. Well, in part, it's it's bicycling.
0: Mm.
1: In part, it's vegetarianism. Mm-hmm. And in part, it's, it's vegetarian uh, with v- strong vegan tendencies. It's really eggs and, and feta cheese that get in the way of me and veganism. But uh, <laughs> the, the other issue is, too, I probably weigh now no more than I did when I was your age. Mm. And, but that's because... I went on a gluten-free diet a year, mm. about a year ago. Karen thought I was getting too much, gaining too much weight, and I didn't think that I looked bad. But right, the prescription, you know, for a successful marriage, long successful marriages to be uh, happy, but not right necessarily. So happy wife, happy life. That's right, exactly. Same thing. Same thing, exactly. Yeah, and we've been together for thirty-six years, mm. thirty-four
0: of which officially married, and, mm-hmm. and two, so thirty-six total. But you say the gluten. You know, getting, getting, getting off the gluten can Getting way. off the
1: gluten took pounds off, pounds mm. off. I mean, I lost 25 pounds, you know, within six months probably mm. on a gluten-free diet, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Primarily gluten-free. Karen had a little diet. She's called Optavia. It's a diet program that one of her girlfriends with whom she's going on tour, yeah, uh, on the tour of Ohio, uh, introduced her to. But generally, after that, it was just being gluten-free. So I eat a tiny bit of gluten. Yeah. You know, um... But very, very little. Yeah, and it's kind of
0: like no carb. You can have a little bit, but as long as you and, and I used
1: to be Mr. Carbohydrate. I was like the anti-Atkins diet. I would eat unlimited quantities of bread. And yeah. now I eat uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel's bread. really good. It is that's, really good.
0: So in high school, I was, you know, like depicting. I was, I was kind of like trying to look at different ways, biohacking and like, you mm-hmm. know, better brain and body performance. Mm-hmm. So I did no carb for like mm-hmm. months, like eight, maybe maybe almost uh-huh. a year. And it's not that I miss the bread, but I was like, yeah, I do love bread so much. Oh, and when I, I understand. But I stopped. I was like, yeah. there's nothing better than fresh bread. Even even Ezekiel too. Yeah. Like at any cost. Sure. Like fresh out of the oven, or someone yeah. if, if ba- someone bakes like a homemade yeah. sourdough.
1: And Karen bakes, uh, Karen will still bake occasionally
0: some, yeah. some bread. She bakes a, a ritual
1: bread for the Jewish Sabbath called challah mm. bread. Mm. It's braided. You've seen it. It's braided with yeah. eggs in it. And I'll eat that. But but generally, the, apart from that, I just eat Ezekiel. That's and cool. I have found, pos- there are great pasta substitutes, too, with quinoa, you know, yes. what, that are great. Yeah, I've had it.
0: Quinoa, and quinoa is the too. It is.
1: It's really wonderful. It really
0: fills you up, you know?
1: Yeah. So, That's how I got involved in environmentalism. Again, I've been a regular bicycle commuter for probably 30 years straight. And before that, if you go back all the way, it's probably off and on
0: 45,
1: 48 years as an
0: off and on bicycle commuter. 30 years as a regular commuter. That's interesting, though, because I feel like I never would have thought, like, I, I understand the tie between, like, you know... Bicycling and kind of like rebelling from, Mm -hmm. you know, like the oil industry. Yes, but I never, and that's definitely why I chose the bicycle Mm -hmm. over, like, you know, doing this while driving. Sure. But plus, now there's so many upsides to it, like. It's a slower pace of life, but also yeah. I would never have met any of you guys. Well, you know that's, I mean?
1: that's the point. When, when you're on a bicycle, it's the best way to see a city or best way to see the country. Yes. By far, if you were in a car, even if even if you were on a U.S. highway, and when I used to take driving tours, I would be on U.S. highways, you know, rather mm-hmm. than the interstates. Um, even there, you can't have the human interaction mm-hmm. or, or even the, the interaction with the physical landscape that you do on a bicycle. You can't.
0: Yes. I, th- I think that's so true. And it's, and i was um I was reading this book called Deep." It was by um James Nestor and it, it talks about like OSHA conservatory and it's, mm-hmm. but it was really mainly on free diving mm-hmm. and he put this analogy in and he was talking about how only free divers can can see I forget what whale it is, but whales that mm-hmm. dive to like you know a depth that mm-hmm. we can never really get to yeah. But they come up occasionally. Yeah, I think whales note.
1: have to come up, don't they? Have, yeah, have, yeah, they right come there. up eventually.
0: But yeah. you never see them mm. if you're scuba diving, mm-hmm. because they don't go to scuba divers. Because it's kind of like the same thing. He mm-hmm. goes, he goes scuba diving, and and same with like he goes when you're when you're scuba diving, interacting fish. You know, you might be able to see them, but they're all scattering away from mm-hmm. you. He goes, it's, it's. Or one of the free divers said, and she was a scuba too. Like mm-hmm. they all were, you know. But they they kind of like they thought uh, freediving was, like, such a pure form. Mm-hmm. And she goes, when you're scuba diving, it's like going through the forest with an ATV blasting music, <laughs> and it, it, you know? Yeah, it, that drives me crazy. Yep. Those ATVs drive me crazy. Yeah. 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 And, so, and I was like, interesting. So, like, mm-hmm. only... He was this guy who interacted with these whales. He was a freediver. Ah. And he was, he was the, one of the only scientists who had an incredible amount of data on him because he was the only one who would get close to him. Sure. Because they can't do it in a boat.
1: And they led him close then.
0: They, he would be, like, you know, touching him, you know, mm. hanging out Amazing. With him. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, that analogy always stuck with me. You yeah. know, it's kind of just, hey, you can take that anywhere. You know, sure. and I was reading um, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Yeah,
1: that was a classic by Robert Persson. Right. That's a 50-year-old, cl- yep. almost 50 years old.
0: I know. Yeah, and it's so a classic. I was going to bring it with me, but uh-huh. I was like... I've got a copy somewhere. I've got
1: a little paperback copy somewhere. If I could find it, I'd give it to no, you. No, I don't. Know I, where need it is. I need to finish
0: two books yeah. still. I'm kind of like uh-huh. I take two books with me: one fiction, one non-fiction. Good. And then once I'm done, I'll give, it, I give them away Good. and then get more. Good. But um, yes, yeah, and same thing. That's yep. that's when I first like I read that um, mm-hmm. maybe around like when I was 18, mm-hmm. and he was saying you know motor motorcycling is is like that purest form too if you're if you're going to use a, a vehicle because it's your right. You're in tune with, you know, your surroundings. He goes, While driving, it's you have the AC on. Yeah. And he goes, it's like it's like watching T V, you know? Sure. And it reminded me of oh. like like uh, that Fahrenheit four fifty one uh-huh. book where sure. where he's just you know, you're just glued to the sur- yeah, TV in yeah. front of you.
1: And I, I understand what Percy means about motorcycles and they're two wheeled vehicles like bicycles. Boy, people just go too fast. They make too much noise for my ears. There is an the electric company now. Oh, yeah.
0: well, they're making electric they motorcycles? They have them. They have them. It's, called, it's like the like the Tesla of, of the motorcycle. Really, it's called no Zero. Yeah. Karen has an electric bicycle. Those are big things now. The, yeah. yeah. When I was looking, you know, I was just looking for, for like, puncture-proof tires. It was, like, mm-hmm. e-bikes everywhere. There were a lot. What did you end up? I've ended up with Schwalbe's as my preferred tire. I was going to get them, but... And I, I I got, like, um, gator skin inside. Gator spares. skins are decent. Yeah. yeah.
1: My youngest son had gator skins. He switched the, to
0: The Schwabi just weren't coming in time. So that's was the like, problem. There's been a lot yeah. of big supply. Yeah. And everyone's biking now. Right. When COVID hit, it's everyone's amazing. biking. It's, it's just amazing. If it endures, it's a good thing. It's a good byproduct. I think I'm it will. Nice I, think I hope it, so. I really think it will. And just, like, yeah. we're talking just environmentally, I think. And I think it's just, it's more than that, too, because it's, like, it's 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 like for you know mental health aspect of it. I don't think enough kids are outside, Mm-mm. you know, and that's and it's proven that yeah. kids are. No, you know, it, it is a big. Thing. It is unfortunate, but I mean, you, I, like I said, just read about it in a different book mm-hmm. in Michael Pollan's book, um, how to change your mind. Mm-hmm. I and I know him
1: from another book. Yeah, that
0: one. yeah, he, Michael Pollan's yeah. great, but he he was talking about how the the uh, suicide rate just passed car accidents. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, I think so that has it's no. it's definitely to like there's there's so many reasons why like you yep. can't pinpoint one thing and I think it'd be a shame too, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like you know less and less human interaction sure. and I think less. Pe- people going outside.
1: Oh, absolutely. I just general concern and worry about in, the, the apparent enormity. The social media, I think, contributes to that, too. I really do.
0: The social For media, sure. I media, didn't have any social media before this. Yeah,
1: it, it can be a very good thing. can be a terrible thing, too. Mm-hmm. The White House demonstrates how terrible it can be. But even, I think, partially the suicide rate, people get so much information and it can't be assimilated, you know?
0: Especially about travel. Right, exactly. Especially And, and then Karen
1: travel. Karen has a phrase. She picked it up somewhere. You know, people look on Facebook and they see someone with the perfect, they think the perfect life, so to speak. And it's comparing despair she says and it's all nonsense that's, no one's that's a great no, no was, one's life is like that no yeah. but, and, I, and i
0: think the best part is, about it is like you need to show, like, you know, you can get so many pictures of you just smiling and, like, right, oh, right. Like this Everything's Taj Mahal. perfect. Yes. You should post yeah. the pictures of you crying, too, because, that's like, exciting. that's real. Sure, you know? it is real.
1: That's right. It's not real, but people take it for reality. That's the perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, about vegetarianism, the reason I became a vegetarian, and I can pinpoint it exactly. My father died when I was not much older than you. I was oh, 20. Man, I'm sorry. 20, well, I mean, he had his family's rife with colon cancer. That's mm-hmm. on my paternal side, full of that. He had five siblings, and I think three of the five, four of the five, plus he, him, he himself died of colon cancer. Wow. So when he died, it was in 76, I, resol- I had read some articles, done a little research, and apparently the incidences of colon cancer correlate exactly with the incidence of, of red meat consumption in one's diet. So I thought, I'll I'll boost my chances. And why, why not? Like, it's not going to yeah, hurt. That's right. I'll hedge my bets. Plus, plus, I did it for moral reasons, too, you know, to uh, out of concern for animals. I don't yeah. want to eat. Murdered animals, so for sure. it was a happy coincidence mm. of morality and health. So that's why I became a vegetarian, and I was I was ninety percent vegetarian when I met Karen thirty six years ago, and she was completely vegetarian. So mm. that clinched the argument. So that's the explanation <laughs> there. Yeah, that's great. How did you get interested in bicycling and environmentalism?
0: Well, I've been interested in environmentalism for a while, and it it started through being plant based mm-hmm. because I was, you know, watching documentaries, mm-hmm. reading stuff and um,
1: So you've been a vegetarian for a while.
0: Yeah, I was I was mostly vegan for a while, but now mm-hmm. I'm I'm eating meat through just because it's you know it's wasted. So it's sure, still no I environmental impact. what you get out of a dumpster. Exactly. Sure. And it's still fresh. <laughs> yeah. You know like yeah. I just and I just cooked meat for the first time when I was in Springfield in, mm-hmm. in like since I was eighteen. Illinois.
1: Yep. You came through Springfield, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I visited a buddy there, uh-huh. and I haven't seen him in forever, yeah. and I forgot he was there. And I stayed with a warm showers house, like, the night I got there, mm. and then I was like, wait, like, I was thinking at night, I'm like, wait, I know someone here. That's fine. F- and he was still there. He was still there. That's fine. And he's, yeah, he was yeah. great. He gave me a couch, and we, we hung out for, like, great, two days. right but, um, and I explained my idea, like, you know, what I'm doing to him. Mm-hmm. And, like I, showed up, like, I showed up with a bunch of food, like, a bunch of fresh food. <laughs> and he was yeah. like, what? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, one night I went out and just, just in hopes of, like, getting a more food, just, like, for thanks, mm-hmm. like, for letting me stay with sure. you. And I found, like, four, four fresh pork chops. Just you know, in the trash. They just expired. They weren't the no,
1: they weren't expired. Really? So we don't know how they ended up
0: there. Yeah, way. we don't know. They no. probably had an excess, you know. Yeah. Like that, I've been finding alcohol in like all of them. It's they just were been brewed, if not, if not. Really? Yeah. It's great. It's, it's very, really
1: very strange.
0: It's now. really it, yeah. It's less and less strange to me now. Yeah. You yeah. know, now it's just like it's yeah. a damn shame, but it's like yeah.
1: I'm not well, there, there is a subculture of dumpster divers, who, and many of whom are also just, And we, we discovered it through Ian. He may be twice your age, but no more than that. I don't know how old he is. He's in his mid 30s to early 40s, probably. You know, he's the one who founded Bicycle Benefits. Mm. And he rides around the country, and, you know, occasionally will stop in to see his parents, who are still in upstate New York. And he often stays in Milwaukee, which is where we saw him. But uh, he's got a group of people, his friends, who dumpster dive and who are bicycle commuters Mm. and long-distance.
0: Yeah, see, I knew no one. I knew absolutely no one, especially new in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, there's that stigma of, like... I'm jumping in a trash can mm-hmm. right now, and yeah. it's the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. And it takes like yeah, I think it's with any anything new. Like even when I started doing jujitsu, mm-hmm. I waited outside for like 20 minutes before I walked in because it's just anything new. It's it makes you uncomfortable. Of course, you know? absolutely. And so, but like obviously, the more and more I do it, and yeah. the more, I, never, I even had like interactions with employees who were like, "Dude, if like who were throwing out food, mm-hmm. you know, because it's their job, yeah. and and they're like, dude, don't worry. Like, take what you want. Oh, they didn't object. That's great. Because Ian has had problems running. I've sometimes. had problems, too. But th- it's always those employees that, um, like, that that give me the hope. Like, he, he that I sure. ran into some, some employee in Springfield. Mm-hmm. And, like, I went to two previous dumpsters mm-hmm. before that and, like, you know, got... Scared two employees because I was like, you know, I was in the dumpster. Sure, when and, they were, yeah. Yep, oh, yeah. And they're they like, oh my God, you. you scared me, right? They didn't expect you. Yeah. And I was like, sorry, guys, I'm just grabbing some bananas and <laughs> like had like, you know, a bundle of bananas right. in my hand. And they're like, you know, I can hear them mumbling in the breath when they walk away, I'm like, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'm like, you know, it didn't even hurt my ego yeah. or anything. And yeah. so I went in. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I still need to get some more food. So, you know, went to like an Aldine. I took a really cool mm-hmm. bike trail there. It was kind of like picture perfect. In, spring, in Springfield? Yep. Oh, no. And, um, and so one of the Aldi was in there, mm-hmm. and I was like, it was kind of like slim pickings, you know. There yeah. was, I had to be digging around for a lot of stuff, and there sure. wasn't too much. And then this this dude, like, I heard the door open, his on. I'm like, hey, like, like I was apologizing because mm-hmm. like, my like not only 10 minutes ago, you know, I got yelled at by an employee or whatever, scared yeah. employee. Sure. And I'm like, hey, dude, sorry, just like grabbing an orange. Mm-hmm. And he he's like, why are you saying sorry? So like that struck me right away. I'm like. Mm-hmm. I guess like, yeah, good point. Like why am I saying sorry? Well, they they understand it's yeah. great
1: food. It just has an expiration date. <laughs> now now there are some grocery stores in San Luis and around the country that actually will give their Barely. I I don't know if they can give expired food. Most food of it banks. is not expired. Yeah. So the unexpired food they can give, they will give to food banks.
0: Yeah. You know, and that's what, and that, I mean, that's the what sure. the goal is for me. And that's in fact what you're doing on an individual basis. But that's know? the goal for me. Even like I can only carry so much, sure. especially with the bike, you know, like yeah. and especially if I have my gear. Like if I have the bike and mm-hmm. I can kind of load it up, but if yeah. I have all my gear on it, I can, I'm only limited to like what I can carry on sure. my handlebars. Yeah. And so, um... Yes, that's the goal for me—is to like you know, put efforts to have these grocery stores donate, but right. have it not end up there in the first that's, place. That's right. Exactly. I can care less yeah. if I have to pay for sure. it. Sure.
1: And I think I think many of them do donate, but of course you find so much that's expired and I yeah. don't think food. It's banks it's, can it's take but that. it's the
0: it's the biggest ones that don't you know, yeah. and that's what's most upsetting. Big, our, they have compactors. Our big. Chain has a store right across the street. This is Lindell out here, the main, yeah. the main arterial, and it's Schnucks. Yeah. Yep, I know. You know, i Yeah, I've been. In, it's. All, they have all of compactors. Yeah. Same near me in in Chicago. It's Jewel. Jewel is the big one there, and Trader Chicago. Joe's and Whole Foods mm-hmm. all have compactors yeah. near me. See, that's a shame. You would think
1: Trader Whole Foods. I think some of them With compost and occasionally will donate.
0: Occasionally, you know, though, some, but most you know, of it's most not. Don't. Yeah, that's a shame because it's good.
1: Yeah. yeah, you need to be in touch with Ian. If you just look at bicycle benefits, you'll see Ian Klepitar I'll definitely hit him yeah. up. Yeah, and definitely just explain what you're doing. And yeah, he's a kindred spirit. Yeah, yeah. and he's got it. He'll put you in touch with a with a. Again, it's a subculture, right? Of you know, people who are bicyclists and dumpster divers and are interested in a barter economy, basically. Yeah, you know, just
0: like that. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was in this dumpster, and I was like, I said, sorry, dude, like, you know, I'm just grabbing some stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, don't apologize. He's like, he goes, if I were you, I'd be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, he, and yeah. he's like, it's a, he goes, it's a damn shame not enough people are like us. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's great.
1: <laughs> well, and he knows what's thrown out. Yes, he and sees it. So I'm he like, yeah,
0: I'm now. like, I'm like, it really took yeah. me back and take, like, I yeah. was like, goddamn. And, and so... I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, definitely. But I'm like, it's slim pickets today. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, hold on one second. And then all the stuff that they're about to throw out, like what there was. to you? Dude, dumped it all. And he goes, I have to make it look like I'm dumping uh-huh. it. Because, you know, their camera, but they don't check the camera unless like something like, you know, unless something goes incredibly right, or wrong. Right, incident gets reported. Right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. so, and he goes, yeah, so he gave, he dumped all this food and it was like. Barrels of apples, mm-hmm. all this, all this lettuce. It was lettuce. good. It, it was good. not it was even good. close to being expired. Why were they giving? Because it? it's the ex. It's it's in their waste stream it's already. It's so already that, built into that the economy. That, that's truly crazy.
1: They should either give it to someone like you, or they should yeah. give it to a food bank. That's
0: the food bank. You know, because yeah, I mean? a food bank can yeah. take it as
1: long as it's not expired. Uh, my understanding is that they right. Will take
0: and it, yeah. n- uh, let me tell you, like usually the only thing that's either a day old is the bread and like bread lasts mm-hmm. forever and you just told, take out a moldy piece or rip it off you know mm-hmm. or even even if it even if it like obviously there should be no one hungry you know in America because we throw out so much food mm-hmm. but like even if it is you know moldy and stuff we definitely should work on like getting getting it to compost you know mm-hmm. oh absolutely so, cuz it's just having us in a landfill and rock.
1: absolutely yeah when whole foods before the pandemic had their restaurant going and they you know their food their food before they would compost what wasn't
0: eaten. At least they got And I know they give goods. their bread, um, <laughs> at least the majority of it, mm-hmm. to, at least we're in Chicago, where I was at, to, um, you know, the homeless elders. I think it. it's done here, too, yeah. probably. Yeah, I think it's probably. probably. There's
1: one. Did you see it? It's up. You rode by it, probably. It's a mile Yeah, up the
0: street. Yep. Yeah, Toward Forest Park. Right. You were in the park, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, but like that that interaction, I'm definitely going to write about him. But he, With the employee. With the employee. Right. It really just you know, it yeah, just gave me so him. much hope. I won't. Well, he said, he said I could, and he just like, and he blocked off his, his logo he and he's that. like, he goes, it's all good. He goes, J-, and yeah. I go, and I told him about, I was at uh county market and before, and that was where I, you know, I got those bananas and mm-hmm. like, he goes, you can run it. He goes, I used to work there. He goes, you can run into some real pricks there. And oh, I'm that's like, great. that's great. He was just honest. They he was just a you. good guy. Like, yeah. He was just very good. Yeah, yeah there's
1: a, just a huge diversity. There's, there's no accounting for individual diversity. And mm-hmm. he was just a good, responsible fellow. Yeah. You know, who knows what's going on with that food? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Who's that Who's that you know, firsthand? first hand, you know? So your bike is a Trek, Right. Uh, yeah, Trek it looks, 520. It looks like it's about 30 years old. Is that right? I, don't, I got it off Craigslist before I left. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like probably a, 30, a week before. Right. You know, you saw our, our bicycle fleet. But the bike I'm riding now that I love, it's, I paid $100 for it. It's a 30-year-old Cannondale mm. mountain bike when Cannondale was, you know, had replaced Raleigh and Schwinn as the standard bicycles of the world 30 mm. years ago. It's a wonderful, wonderful bike. Yeah. Aluminum. I prefer a steel frame. Yours is a steel frame. Yeah,
0: i sure it's a uh, carbon alloy or steel alloy. I think it's probably a steel alloy. Yeah, probably. it is. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. My this one is is aluminum mm. uh, like mountain bike, but it's a great bike, and it's got the old uh, suntour components on it it's a wonderful yeah. bike so i've been riding it around it's got i like wider tires too yeah city riding yeah yep.
0: what 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 size are your gator skins what width are they do you remember no i don't i can pull it up and but i don't have gator skins on that oh. so i made a point of like i was going to like update everything you know uh-huh. like in terms of tires yeah but i was like i feel like these were touring tires you know at least it says it on them and i'm like it'd be a shame just, that are on there now Yeah, they have good tread yeah decent Well, yeah. I it's, want, it's, who it's, makes them do you know no but but I can, we can look, go check well, it well, yeah. before you go out for sure yeah, but they out, were yeah. you know that, that's okay. how I bought them and yeah. he the guy I bought it from Craigslist um, he he said he went to like Starved Rock with him like that was the uh-huh. only touring I, he did which was like a good track yeah. and he's like yeah, I've had no problems so I was like you know what Let me just... If they're good tires, Right. I'm just like, let me just get the full use out of them. And then, you know, then if I need to replace them, I'll replace Uh them. So you just got it, the bike, recently? Like a week before I left. Oh, that's great. Because I had an old... I can show you a picture of it. I had an old Bianchi, but it was my... Is my parents, but they didn't do a lot of biking, and I was biking. Bianchi's are wonderful. And theirs is prob- was probably a very good. <sighs> it's bike. vintage. It's yes, mint, I'm and sure. I loved everything about yeah. it. I got compliments on it all the time. Yeah. But it was just a speed little racing Italian yeah, bike, and right. I c- you don't want couldn't it. hold any no, weight.
1: No, you couldn't. It wouldn't take weight. Right, it's not a touring
0: bike. And I was really yeah. upset that it couldn't, because I was like, "You still have it, though?" It's, 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 your, at, my it's at my parents', parents? place. Good, yep. good. Yeah, hold on
1: to that forever. Yeah. Oh,
0: I know. Right. It's it's amazing, and. Let me see if I could find a good picture. You still picture. have
1: both of your parents.
0: Yes. Yeah, and they're, they're still in Chicago. I'm incredibly thankful for it. Good. good, good. Do you have siblings? Three brothers. Mm-hmm. They yeah. They're, are, are any of them interested in what interests you? They're getting so now and obviously they they thought I was completely crazy well, at course. first. Even though I thought I was completely crazy, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. And um but now when I especially when I like so when I was dumpster diving in Chicago and I was giving most of it to homeless people, like, mm-hmm. you know, bread and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But I was coming back, and I was like, you know, a lot of times I knew they would appreciate, you know, like, I found a whole bag of, of Lay's chips, like, you know, the big bag. Yeah. And it sure. just had a tear in, like, the massive bag, but all the individual bags were the fine. individual bags Right. Were fine. So I gave it to them, and I gave them, like, all yeah. this chi- fresh ciabatta bread. So you bread. proved to them that it's good. And, yeah. and, they, they, and now with all the videos I'm uploading mm-hmm. and all this, like, food I'm saving, the yeah. pictures that I post, um, they're like one of them hit me up the other day. Shout out, Pat. He's like, he's like, dude, can you just like show me the ropes when you get back? You know.
1: <laughs> well, you proved it to them. Yeah, that, that's the best. And then
0: the right. other one was like, wait. He goes, so like yeah. I can just do this and it's legal. And he goes, like, so when I'm in college and I'm broke, he goes, because yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, you could probably just do this. Semi legal. I think it's very it's legal yeah. unless unless you break a lock. I if unlocked, it's, if they're unlocked, then. Unless you break, even if it is locked and you Uh can reach in, it's still legal because it's waste. Right, and then there's like there's a and it's not secured and there's no sign that says no dumpster diving. Right, that's the Bianchi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that is a classic. Yep,
0: she's beautiful. That
1: is a beautiful bike, but she's still at your parents, which is wonderful. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and it's
0: theirs too. Like it's kudos to them.
1: Oh, yeah, it's got that beautiful color. I don't yeah. know what Bianchi calls it, but that's one of the Baby f- blue. I haven't seen right. anyone that, like it. That's one of its signature colors. Yeah, my, and, and, my, my, my favorite bike downstairs is, is a Surly. Are you familiar with Surly? Yeah, they're it's, they're great touring bikes. Wonderful bikes. Karen's is a uh, long-haul trucker. She has the touring version. Mm. Mine is, is the cyclocross version. I'm not a cyclocross racer, but I bought it because it's a good commuter bike and short light touring yeah and uh, it's the same almost the same it's it's a baby it's like a baby blue I they love call, that color they call it robin's egg blue yeah Shirley calls it robin's egg blue there's a Bianchi that has kind of like a turquoise green color mm. it's, that's
0: yeah that's kind of, it kind of is, is almost that, what that,
1: that is? Is? That's, that's what the signature color yeah. is I, think, I, I called Bianchi.
0: it uh, like powder blue like I used yeah. to watch like a lot of football and it was um, yeah. it reminded me of the the Chargers old old oh, throwback right. jerseys that's with right. oh excuse LC. me that's it's right okay.
1: The, old San, the former San Diego Chargers. Yep. Are, where are they? In Las Vegas now? Are they? I think they are. Excuse me. Uh, this is Harold. Good morning, Harold. Oh, is this Valeria? How are you? Yes, how are you? Great. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Oh, okay. Call me. Oh. Yeah, could we do 10:30 on Monday? 10:30 Monday. Call me Monday morning around 9, 8:39 and confirm. That's perfect then. Okay. Great. That's not a problem. Okay, perfect. Not a problem whatsoever. Just call me on Monday morning, not 8:39-ish and we'll confirm that. Okay, great, Valeria. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sure. Oh, you too.
0: Bye-bye. yeah so this here i was trying to find a better picture
1: oh that's great that's the color and, uh, that's, that's yeah. the
0: color yeah that that is a beauty yeah she was nice she tried i mean she got a flat every other day <laughs> you know but just because of like the tires were so thin that's the tire. And that's was, the
1: problem that it needs schwalbe's for yeah, sure yeah i've never had a flat i'll knock on wood here what with a schwab with a schwalbe i've You're- never had a flat i have had tubes go bad you know, I haven't had a
0: flight yet, which I'm like... At the valve,
1: at the valve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have tubes with you.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah and I have, I have an actual... Uh, the gate One of the Gator techs with me. And then I left the oh, other, and my parents just, like... Yeah, this, this,
1: this is the classic Bianchi.
0: Yep. No, it's a beauty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's nice. But yeah, I got a flight all the time. And it was definitely the tires, It's too. It's the tires, yeah. I have a bike down there that had
1: kendas on them and uh they would get flat all the time i finally replaced them with Schwabies. yeah
0: and i heard that's when i like you know i was def- definitely doing a deep dive before i left in just terms of like great gear and great tires mm-hmm. and stuff yeah and schwalby that's what i was like everyone was like hey you never you want to like it was funny because like on all like the touring repair videos on youtube uh-huh. where it's just like quick maintenance stuff and yeah. what you can do and all the tire replacement videos were like you don't need to worry about any of this if you have a Schwalbe. Right. Know?
1: Except the tube can fail. And when it fa- I've had tubes rarely, but occasion But it's happened. It's yeah. rare, but it's happened. They fail at the valve.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it, it can happen, but it's not the fault of the tire. Mm-hmm. Schwalbes are virtually puncture-proof. Yeah. Now, on the Surly, I have a Continental on one on the front, I think, that's been pretty good. It's not a Gator Skin. It's another Conti. Yeah. And on the back, I have a bike that my oldest son, who's 31, loves. It's called a Vittoria, mm. yeah, a Randonneur, yeah Vittoria Randonneur, and they're inexpensive at half the price of Schwalbe's, yeah. and mine has been good, and he swears by them. Mm. He says, for the price, it's the best value available.
0: Yeah, 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 I definitely agree, and I hope even just, because I have, like, minimal um, bike maintenance experience, you know, just kind of, you know, just what I've had to deal with so far, but I hope to get more into it. Once I get, you know, further south and the weather's cooler sure. and I can just hang out for a while. Yeah, And I hope to just be volunteering at like a bike shop for like a week or two. That's wonderful. You know?
1: And again, talk to Ian, because in Milwaukee there's a bicycle, they call it a bicycle collective, but people just go and they work there. And a couple people are full-time and mm. they'll, they'll give mechanical assistance as needed or instruction yeah. as needed. But people can come in there and they can recycle tubes, they can use tools and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's So that's the thing. He's, he's really good. And he's probably, Ian's probably aware of other bicycle collectors. My... Oldest son, who lived in Asheville, North Carolina for a while, was part of a bicycle collection. Yeah, you can go in and build up a bike
0: if you yeah, want. Yeah, there was one in um, there was one in Champaign. Mm-hmm. but it was it was
1: closed. I'm sure there's winter. one in Chicago too, if there, not oh, more. Oh, there definitely is. If not there's more, ton. there's a lot of bike shops in
0: Chicago mm-hmm. also. Yeah, I didn't even. I, I, I was like, you know, I've only been using warm showers as I've been going. Uh huh. But then I was like, I wonder if there's any warm showers in Chicago, and I'm like, I'm, Oh, I'm like, sure. So many. There
1: will be dozens. Dude,
0: hundreds. See, it's, nuts. Like,
1: it's like the world of bicyclists who are also mm.
0: dumpster divers. You you think you're the only one out there, but you're not. There's no. There's a yeah. website now called Falling Fruit, and it and it, <laughs> and it tells it tells every yeah. like you know it yeah. tells you every time there's a pear tree, you know everything like. That's great. Yeah. Even dandelions. It's, it's you know,
1: definitely a
0: subculture. Right. Very definitely. But and, now there's even dumpsters on there. Yeah.
1: That's you know? funny. Yeah. And Ian's in. Ian is plugged into there. He is such an experienced dumpster driver. He even convinced Karen when we were in Milwaukee to dumpster dive. You know, and, know. and she's up for anything that she considers trip, you know, hip, <laughs> hip trendy, and cool. Mm-hmm. She'll try it. She, she thought this was yeah. oh, believe I, me, I, 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 I don't went, think got, it's trendy or cool. Either. Well, she, she thinks it is now <laughs> because of Ian. I won't do it, but I watched them yeah, mm-hmm. and they didn't have any trouble. And they did like you. They got some nice packaged food out, some potato chips
0: and other things. Yeah, so, yeah. I just got a pie yesterday. Like a a pie. pie. Yep was really it was it was going to expire in, like 3 years. It wasn't frozen or anything. It was I was just thawed. It just It was thawed. cold, yeah. So and even when it. I went to like yeah. when I was in Chicago, I was like preparing for cuz I didn't mm-hmm. dumpster dive to the extent that I am now. Yeah. And and it's really like I can I only need to hit up like an Aldi dumpster like once every once every week sure. to have enough food. Yeah. And uh but I was just, like, kind of preparing myself and just kind of preparing myself to deal with the stigma of it, you know, uh-huh. just getting in, especially in daylight, you know? Yeah, so I mean, like, it's a
1: stigma for most people, but for the subculture, it's an asset, you know? It's a badge of honor. Yeah. yeah. In, Ian, guess, in like, Ian's circle, it really is. Yeah. It is, yeah.
0: And so, um, yeah, so I was just, like, doing yeah. it in daylight in Chicago and just, like, biking to the city mm-hmm. and just, like, going around there. And I went into, like, the first Walgreens I went into uh-huh. and found like dozens of fresh, freezing cold ice cream. That See, isn't that
1: amazing? And it's it just been beyond the expiration date? It wasn't even. See, that's just crazy. Yes, I know.
0: That, that is simply it crazy. It blows my mind Yeah, so. I wonder
1: if people make mistakes if they don't read the dates properly. No, it's, you know, it's, it's built
0: really. into their economy. It is. They can only have so many they can only have so many but also waste is built into the economy uh-huh. so they're okay with throwing fresh stuff that's out that's terrible
1: they should at least give it to a food bank if for the date were not, ex- were not expired or, the food bank would take it and that's know, just and crazy. I know they
0: couldn't and I know I mean I, I know they could especially yeah. if it's not expired but just like put a box in front of, but before you go in and say free food oh, you know absolutely. not expired
1: sure sure and then people would question though why it's there yeah, that's the problem we would ruin their system it's true they couldn't do that but they could call a food bank and there's so many You're Right, and say look you know, we have all this. Can you pick it up? And who wouldn't pick it up? You know, if, if I did
0: it, I did it right outside Aldi because I couldn't carry. So when I was um, giving those flowers mm-hmm. and food to people, I couldn't carry it far because I had sure. my bike. So I would, I carried it down, you know, down to the street corner mm-hmm. and then put my bike down there. Yeah. And then I knew, I knew I wasn't going to be able to give people food, you know, as fast as I can give people flowers, which is like yeah. a weird thing. You know. I mean,
1: more people took flowers, or you could just hand it to them. Exactly, hand mean, it physically. So it's, it's easier.
0: No, both. No. I think. I think exactly. There's like that, that stigma of like, why am I? Why am I getting? Right. There's food? no stigma with flowers, and people don't eat flowers too, so they're not as suspicious. Exactly, of it. they're not as. Skeptical. And I understand going. the suspicion yeah. for sure. Oh,
1: I understand too. It, I mean, a thousand people could pass out good food to people, and then one person could pass out bad food. Yep. And someone gets ill from it, yep. seriously ill, God forbid. And it's yeah, that's the problem. The part always becomes the whole. With, with any, especially any unusual experience, yes, any minority experience, exactly. the part becomes the whole. That's the problem with cyclists who blow red lights. You know. If even one cyclist were to blow a red light, you'd have motorists saying, "Oh, cyclists blow red lights because they remember the one bad experience." Yep. And bicyclists do the same thing with motorists. You know, I, yeah. I have a thousand it's just people, but right, I have a thousand interactions with motorists a day, for example. Yeah. You know, and if I have one, I remember the one, but I try to keep it in perspective. It's one out of a thousand or one out of a hundred at most. Right? It's just one. And and that one motorist is probably having many more bad experiences with other motorists too. Yeah. they And they could be them. having just a bad day, you know. What, whatever but it's off. one out of a hundred, yeah. you know. It's, and, but people, the part represents the whole for people, yeah. and it's a shame. Yeah. So bicyclists say, like, oh, motorists are terrible. They all want to hit me. I can't coexist with them. But it's simply not true. Yeah. It's not and true. It, and it's
0: interesting that you said that because, okay, so when I, you know, gave, gave away the flowers pretty much like that, mm-hmm. like in under 10 minutes, yeah. just handed out all these flowers. They were in the dumpster too, but they were just all fresh. They all looked pretty still. And so, and then I gave, you know, it was funny because the, the homeless people, Who were walking by? I was like, Hey, you guys want food? Mm -hmm. And they're like, What? And I'm like, Yeah, you want like, you know, I had like donuts. Yeah, they couldn't believe it. Yeah. They couldn't believe it. And so they took the donuts Mm -hmm. and stuff, and it's like, you know, they needed it, so they took it. Sure. And so then I had like, you know, I had a bunch of bread and I had um, apples and Mm -hmm. like some mushrooms and Mm -hmm. green peppers. So I'm like, Okay, I'm just going to go find some other homeless. And I was biking on the street with. These two boxes stacked up. Like, it was, I was, like, barely looking over my handlebars. Oh, my God. And, I, yeah, I'm it was definitely about, I'm sketchy. I'm worried
1: about you, yeah.
0: It was definitely sketchy. But I was like, I'm not going to go far. you and know, in Chicago. No, no, This was in, in, in oh. um, here. This was oh. in St. Louis. Oh, in St. Louis,
1: with all, when you were at Aldi. Right. When you were at Aldi.
0: And yeah. so, um, so I was just like, I'm not going to go far. Yeah. Down the street, I saw a homeless guy. And he, I was like, hey, you want food? He's like, always. And I'm like, yeah. that's a great answer. <laughs> and so I gave him all the apples and, you know, everything he wanted. And then... And then I had like four loaves of bread left, so I'm like, okay, that's. But you were a
1: benefactor for for a day. Yeah, exactly.
0: exactly. And yeah. and I was just happy just okay. that I gave away all that stuff, sure. and like, especially and for good the about people yourself. for
1: flowers. Yeah, you felt good about. Oh, flowers will make people's
0: people's day, day. It, made, it, it Makes their day. Just a smile, and and I realized yeah, at first, I think people thought I was selling them. So yeah. Then I started screaming. Free flowers. That's free wonderful. Flowers. And they were in yeah. good shape too. Yeah. Oh, they're beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And it. I cleaned like were some of them up. Were they from Aldi's also? The flowers. Yeah. That's wonderful. And so. And so, yeah, and so I was just, like, you know, just overall happy. And so I was biking, but I was biking, and then some, some motorist was, like, he goes, like, you know, get that off the road. And right, the and you'll hear that. And I was One like, motorist. Right, but was I was, like, oh, but right. I didn't even care. Yes. You know what I mean? Sure. I was just, like. It didn't matter. Didn't even matter. You didn't
1: take it personal. No, not at all. And you
0: shouldn't, yes. you know. No, you shouldn't. And, yeah. and, and, like, you know, probably not too far later, this guy was, like, he, he like, you know, he was, like, actually, I think this, I'm confusing with Chicago, but yeah. regardless, this guy's, like. You know, I, I stopped with him at a red light. He goes, "Dude, you're really tracking." You know, that's he's right. like, "You're going really fast." Literally trekking. literally, literally tracking. tracking. Yeah. I know. He's yeah. like, "He's yeah. like, you're killing it." I'm like, "Thanks, man." That's you know? right.
1: And and I get much, many more compliments and, and waves or friendly honks from motorists for yeah, sure than I do. And yeah. it's just people too. Yeah. It's
0: and it's it's really just it, it's true to everything. And like way more than just that's right. Individuals
1: matter much. You know, more you, than you just got to speak to someone. Individuals. That's right. Individuals. For example, I was. So yesterday, after I left work, I was probably had interactions with a hundred motorists, and I'm hitting oh, and good interactions, mm-hmm. and on a, a narrow on a narrow uh, lane, two lane road, I'll often wave motorists around me. You know, that's one thing that cycling savvy teaches is act what's called active communication with other users of the road, with motorists. They love it when you wave them around and things like that, because yeah. often they don't know how to deal with the bicyclists.
0: Then there. that's the biggest thing. Yeah, it's huge. It's
1: both. A lot of it is ignorance, not malevolence, ignorance most of the time. Yeah. But then I'm up in an intersection, very close. I'm on my way to feed the chickens. I had taken the food with me. And I have a green light. And I'm on you know, a side street, basically, you know, a street like ours in front, Boyle or West Pine. And, uh, and I'm uh, crossing a major arterial called Delmar. it's four lanes. It's right where Aldi's is, Delmar Del Mar and King's Highway. So this is Del Mar about a mile east. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I have the green light, and there's a line of cars, and I'm going north through the intersection. On a green light, there's a red light, there's a line of cars on my right who are heading west, and they're stopped, and it's two lanes. So I see this guy under the corner of my eye, and he's speeding approaching the line of cars, going really fast. And then he pulls over into the right, to the right of the cars. It would be a right turn lane. Mm. And I say, this guy's going to take a right turn really, really fast. And if he doesn't lose control of his car, he'll still probably run into me if I keep going through the intersection. So I really slow down. And what does the guy do? He doesn't make a right turn. He passes the line of cars stopped at the red light on the right, passes him on the right, and blows through the intersection to continue on his way west on Delmar toward Mm. the oldies, for example, at about 40 miles an hour, maybe 50 miles an hour. So one just has to be alert. But do you let him ruin your day? Of course not. You remember it, but you remember it's one out of maybe 100. So 1% of my interactions could have been serious. And the guy could have killed me. One always has to be alert. But you have to remember the 99 other interactions with motorists that were very good.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I believe it one hundred percent. Good, good. And Wonderful. I think it just it's it's about perspective too. It is keeping things in perspective. Absolutely. You know? And even yeah. like I wrote a little short piece. I haven't uh-huh. published it yet, but it's it's about roadkill and mm-hmm. it's about like how I'm not removed from that at all and I've made peace with it. You know, mm-hmm. especially doing this long long journey journey. I'm like, things can happen any day. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I'm like, especially because yeah. I don't see it. And it's it's even the fact that like, I know. The driver doesn't want to hit me, mm-hmm. but things happen. I know, like those passing by. You know, every time I wave to a driver and they mm-hmm. wave back. Yeah. Even in, even when I get into like these small county roads, roads mm-hmm. and saw cornfields. Yeah. And it's great because, like these huge semis, like yeah. you know, they whiz by me and like they give me that backwind, and I slow down to like yeah. ten miles so, per hour. And do
1: they give you a good passing distance usually? Yeah,
0: semi drivers. That's been my experience with semi drivers. Hey, can Pro- you move this just,
1: just in case? I'm not sure. If oh, that's I'm good. sorry. Yes. Very good. Should I move it up a little? You think? Yeah, yeah I me, just, I just don't know if the necklace okay, do you, is hitting it. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, it works. Um, I've found that professional drivers are usually pretty good around bicyclists, so they give us plenty of passing. And distance. they're just not, especially just, in county roads. Nice. You yeah. know
0: me. I guarantee it, like, most of those people have never seen someone hauling never. The, the ton of junk that I'm hauling on the back right, of my exactly. thing. And they're you, like, what are you doing do out you here? A, a do you have
1: a mirror? I don't.
0: What I've found, and I wear a helmet, yeah. and I
1: recommend that people do Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a helmet-mounted mirror, but other people use a mm. mounted mirror. The helmet-mounted mirror is better because there are no blind spots, you know. You know, like a, any vehicle has blind spots, if something's affixed sure. to it. Yeah. And so there is a blind spot with a handlebar mounted mirror, like there is on a
0: motorized vehicle with a rear sure, mirror yep. or, or side Yeah, mirror. and you don't want to turn, even on right, a bike, because a, you swerve right, that way. On a
1: mirror, though, you can you can rotate, and you can get a 360-degree mm. perspective. And so it's really helped me. Mm. I know who's in back I and me. I know what they're doing. Exactly, yeah. Because I've had some people come up really fast by me, and I hold yeah. them back then, my hand or I wave
0: them around so yeah they're great yeah so I would encourage you to I will I'll definitely look into it do you
1: wear a helmet I do not I didn't think so so I'm not going to lecture you Uh,
0: it's okay it's okay
1: you would and you wouldn't wear a helmet if I gave you one would you no okay
0: but I I definitely you know I eventually might you know and And it's not like a it's not like a rebellious thing at all Yeah. You know, and I definitely, you know, it's not like I, I care about the style of it at all. Sure, and but s-
1: some people do, but I know you don't. No, yeah, I can care yeah. kind of less. I'll, I'll tell you why I like a helmet. Uh, Karen says she wears a helmet just because it's a platform for the mirror. So that's mm-hmm. mainly why I have it. When I don't have it on and I don't have the mirror, I look around and I can't see in back of me and I feel naked. It's like a third eye.
0: Because you have that. Because yeah. I have it. It's a th- I can show that's it really you. It's really interesting. Yeah,
1: before you leave, I'll show you. It's really useful. Yeah. But uh, the other reason is the majority of crashes, Yeah. and in my experience... It's, it's all the crashes I've ever had have been solo crashes, solo. And without a helmet, I could have had a concussion
0: yep. sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's different when I'm, when I'm out, you know, biking in these country roads and I see a car every, you know, five minutes and yeah. they're going like, you know, anyway from 40 to 70. Yeah, yeah. Because I know if they hit me, I'm going to die, you right. know. Right. And with or without a helmet, with, with you'll or die. without. So that's, that's right. It won't. The helmet won't prevent. That's that. That's what my thinking right. was. It won't completely. It, it won't
1: prevent that. But the solo crashes other the worst. The worst accident I've ever had, and I, may it be the very worst. Accident.
0: You're saying solo crashes as you fall off your bike
1: yourself. Exactly. You, right. There's no one else involved, neither pedestrian nor other bicyclists nor motorists. Exactly. So the most serious I had was about. It's. Under a decade ago, it was probably at least seven or eight years ago. So Karen and I were riding downtown. We're going, actually, to a bicycling event downtown near the Arch. And uh, I'm on a road that I'm familiar with in the daytime, but it's not a regular route for me downtown. And it's a semi-abandoned street in St. Louis, you know, semi-abandoned, formerly residential and industrial street that's 90% vacant now. And I was looking around for an old historic house, uh, building that I knew about. I'm, I'm, and I'm in the right-hand lane of what I think is a four-lane s- semi-arterial. Arterial. And then I end up on the ground. And I'm going, for me, a good speed, 15 to 16 miles an hour. It's gently downhill. I end up on the ground, and I end up you know, all bloodied with a oh. broken radius and a broken ulna on my right hand. And I don't know what the F happened, what I was in was a, the right-hand lane that the city had taken and made exclusively a parking lane. But there were no cars parked there. It's a semi-abandoned block. And at the end, at the intersection, the parking lane ends, and the city put in a curb. It's called a bulbout bout in, in planners' language. A bulbout. So the right lane to the parking lane ends just before the intersection, mm. right? It's a bulb out. And I hit the bulb out at 15 or 16 miles an hour. And just, thankfully, I ended up on the grass, on a grassy oh, really? area, instead of on concrete. Yeah. Thank God. But I still need, needed several stitches oh, in my man. face. And, and the pain was unbelievable. I've got a photo somewhere. I'm just bloodied. <laughs> I mean, it looks like Halloween. Yeah. You know, it's horrible. <laughs> and the helmet, I think, helped me avoid a concussion. For sure. Even though I didn't hit the concrete. I hit the, uh, you know, I hit the uh, grass at yeah. very, very high speed. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's a classic solo fall. And, and part of it's the city's fault for putting a parking lane and taking it what had been a traffic, a through lane and making it a parking lane and putting in a bulb out, not putting up warning signs and having an area where no yep. cars park because yep. it's abandoned. But yeah. half of it, at least, was my fault. I wasn't paying attention. For sure. I because was rubbernecking. Caught up in the. That's right. I was rubbernecking, yeah. looking for this building that had been torn down. It yeah. disappeared. And I'm rubbernecking for it. and am not watching where I'm going because I think foolishly that I'm in a through lane and I'll stop at the stop sign. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, so. it's
0: the double-sided coin of being so in, into your environment. You that, know what I mean? That's exactly right. The only other time...
1: I've only gone over my handlebars twice. so mm-hmm. That was the most recent. The only other time when I was close to your age, just a couple years older, and I was an edge rider. Then I always rode on the edge, you know. Uh, and I didn't realize... And I was in sort of a park environment, and I didn't realize uh, that the sewer grates yes. ran parallel yep. to the roadway. I've, I've now went it's, on ha- my it's like happened that. so frequently. Most municipalities have now changed them, so they run at a perpendicular, perpendicular exactly at a ninety degree angle to yep. the roadway. But these were, and they were sufficiently wide. And I was on a road bike, so the tires were narrow. It locked in the grate and sent me onto the yep. pavement. You know, and to the
0: hospital. Yeah, I oh, really 20, 20 stitches. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, <laughs> it's so embarrassing, too, because I was going so slow. But I was, just, um, I was just at the Art Institute with my friend in Chicago uh-huh. before I left. And I was just, you know, we were just talking and biking, and she was ahead of me. And I was, you know, I was going no more than five miles per hour. But yeah. same thing, in, 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 the, in the city of Chicago, there's a lot of time, those, those sewer grates on the sidewalk, even. And my... my Went uh, on the sidewalk? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because we just, we just got off the train. Right, so right. So we know that we were just literally like about to enter the street. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're just talking. And I was just like, you know, hanging, hanging, mm-hmm. you know, barely, yeah. barely on my bike and just like, you know, going, you know, at a walking pace, sure. really. Yeah. And... My uh, Bianchi tires are so thin, they got right. caught in the grate and it just um, flipped me over. Oh my God. And, and it was funny because. You didn't have a helmet on. No, but I was, I was yeah. going so slowly. It was just yeah. like happening in slow motion. Right. And I exactly. caught myself on the ground. Sure. But yeah. these guys next to me were like, were like, oh my God, are you okay? Yeah. And I'm, and Julia, who's my friend while I was with uh-huh. she was just laughing, you know, because it was like, it was just so stupid funny. I know. And I was on the ground, I'm like, honestly oh, showing. is so she could amazing. laugh.
1: You weren't hurt. Yeah. For sure. But that's it. One On a bicycle, especially, one always has to be attentive. Well, in a motor vehicle, too. One just, any driver of any vehicle has to be attentive. Yeah. And that is the danger with bicycling, because you can rubberneck so easily, and it's such a joy sure. to do
0: that. And yeah. you just get, especially even lost in thought. Yeah, you just get caught up. You know? Exactly. It's when I do these yeah. long, like when I'm doing yeah. like 100 miles, I guarantee yeah. for like, there's a point in time, I'm not saying 20 miles straight, but like mm-hmm. for... For a good amount of time, I'm just like you know thinking in my head, and I'm just like whoa, whoa, whoa. like you yeah. know I just bike like you know six miles. I'm yeah. like, Whoa.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In in St. Louis, and it's it's many other cities too, but especially poorer cities, uh, that don't have huge maintenance budgets for their roadways. The biggest the biggest threat by far is potholes. Potholes or what longitudinal seams? Yep. Yeah. That's the biggest problem. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Even when I was I was coming here. From Wooddale, right now Wood River, Wood River, Wood River, River yes. And I was Lewis taking, and Clark, Wood yeah. River. Yeah. I was taking a trail, and just Google Maps put me on it. Uh-huh. It was a bike trail. Yeah. And it was along the Mississippi. I know
1: that one on the Illinois side of the
0: Mississippi. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was know it well. All gravel. It is gravel. Part. That's right. I was right. like, oh, I need to get off this. Yes, I don't like it. I yeah. hated it. I hated yeah. it, and I was on it for like six and a half miles. huh. And I got uh-huh. off finally on like a construction road yeah. where they were doing like a sewage treatment mm-hmm. over there or something. And it was it was less gravel, but it still was, and I was just so worried I was going to get a flat or sure. like you know break a spoke because sure. it's so bouncy. And I was like, oh, this was I was sweating through my shirt. That's right. But I did, I did, I stopped and like had had lunch and had breakfast in the Mississippi and like live streamed it. So it was like it was okay, it was great. That worked out well, right? It Off, out well.
1: Oftentimes, it's just better to be on the road than a trail like that.
0: Hundred percent. But yeah. I just realized, you know, I thought
1: bike trail. You would think so, right? Some that's the problem with Google Maps. Sometimes they'll send you on trails that are that are not paved or that yep.
0: are not easy. And even yeah. when I was coming from, you know, like either from Kankakee to Champaign, Champaign mm-hmm. to Springfield, going through county roads and it's yeah. all cornfields, you know, just yeah. on both right, sides. Line, both sides. Yes, just not, sure. I don't see anyone forever, right? Literally, not a soul. Yeah. And um, it's what was I gonna say? Oh. Sometimes those roads are in the construction they're all they're all mostly paved like mm-hmm. I'd say ninety eight percent of them right. but then I'm like, oh no like it'll say construction Head go right to thick thick gravel like mm. tractor gravel yeah and I'm like, oh like I know I shouldn't be biking on this but like maybe it'll clear up soon mm-hmm. but that's the problem even on Google Maps you can't check you can't because it's too it's not up to date a right. no one's on these roads but right. and you have no other way to go too. And like,
1: unless you're on a major arterial but yeah. it's it's
0: usually like if I'm, I'm like I'm like okay let's 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 hope it clears up. But then I'm like three miles in, and I'm <laughs> it hasn't like, cleared up. hasn't cleared up. No. I'm like, okay, is it going to be for the next nine miles? Should so I turn know. back yeah, so and you go? Know. So I'm always no. go ahead, and like so mm-hmm. far it's been okay. Like maybe exactly, it's like probably longest I've been It's probably six miles or mm-hmm. so. But I'm sweating for the whole six months. Oh, miles, of course. You know?
1: Absolutely, with 50 pounds of gear. Yeah,
0: and, and a lot of times I just, like, I'm like, screw it. Like, I'm making good time. I'll just walk the rest, you mm-hmm. know?
1: Oh, I understand completely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, when Karen was on the Katie, she wrote the Katie last summer. Did she tell you? Mm-hmm. She has a friend who lives in Kansas City part-time. So they rode from the Kansas border all the way to the woman who lives on a farm the rest of the year, across the river, uh, mm-hmm. not too far from East St. Louis. And... uh they rode all the way, and part of the Katie was washed out, so they had to ford it sometimes. And then other times, they just had a detour to get on to, you know, old U.S.
0: Forty. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that's what I'm. But I don't know do what have to do their today. to walk bikes a few times. Yeah, so. I don't mind it either. It's yeah. I mean, I'm upset, but like, I don't. You know, it's fine as long as I get to where I'm at before it's too dark. you
1: fine. You're fine, and you have really no
0: schedule, right? Right. So, so that's what I'm thinking today. So do you think you'll
1: head to Springfield?
0: I don't know either. I'm going to go to Springfield and I'm going to see if any of these farms accept me and whatnot because I kind of contacted them both. Oh, south you and found southwest. them? Right. Yep. What yeah. They, what I can show you the what map. What are
1: their names? Do you know?
0: <sighs> Not that I would know them. No. I could show you the whole yeah. map after yeah. this, but... um. Yes, yeah, so I just contacted and some, some lady in warm, for warm showers because I knew I wasn't going to get to Springfield a day. No, you won't. Even so, even, even you won't. Even no, you won't. No, it's okay. too far. And I went I, and like I said, I'm kind of enjoying it. So mm-hmm. like I'm not really trekking You're hard, pushing yourself. Yeah. And but there's a town halfway, Roly, Rolla. We call Raleigh? It. Rolla. R O L L A. Yeah,
1: Rolla. It's best Raleigh. known because it's the University of Missouri's, mm. the big land grant college. Yeah, University of Missouri's. Engineering it was called Missouri School of Mines. Mm. I think it's called Missouri School of Technology now. Yeah, but it was the engineering division of the University of Missouri. Right. Yeah. System, and that's how Roll is known. Yeah, that's probably about halfway. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's still 100 miles though. Yeah, it's it's a hike. Yeah. It's
0: 110 miles. It says can take me like you know like just under 11 hours. So I was like, I'm gonna um if I were to head that way, mm. I'm probably gonna like stop halfway. At uh, that. What
1: what I would do if I were to take two. Three days to get to Springfield, probably. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. There's an interesting town off of 44, old 66. Yeah. Salem. Salem is about... Yeah, I'm looking at it. Do you see Salem? That's about 50 miles, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and even um, I was looking at um, St. Clair. St. Clair is nice, too. St. Clair, St. Clair is
1: nice. St. Clair is on the Merrimack River, I think, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I think I would just... I would just like, you know, go as far as I was comfortable with, pitch the yeah. tent, and there. St. Clair's right. 50 miles yep. isn't it. Yeah.
1: St. Clair is, nice, is a nice venue. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so, like, if I were to head southwest, I'd just, mm-hmm. if yeah. she she said I can stay there tonight, but I was like, I'm not making it there tonight. You can't make, you, know? you, you won't make Raleigh. No, no, no. but it's fine. And I would, yeah. But regardless, the of, other alternatives to head
1: directly west, and you run into, any way you go, you're going to run into hills, too. For sure. Yeah, and quite a few of them if you go southwest, quite a few. You'll be in low gear. You've got a triple chain ring up front.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, You'll be in low gear. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, you may not,
1: you may not need to be. I don't think no, you can I even can do it in me, what, like, I a can, granny I gear. Like yeah. I like I conserving.
0: I like yeah. to be able yeah. to, you know. I
1: don't even think I could do it in a granny gear, you know. But, yeah. Uh, but if you headed straight west, you'd get to the college town. It's the equivalent of Champaign-Urbana. Columbia? Oh, really? Really? Yeah. And then you'd be close to the Katy. I mean, you could go up to St. Charles and ride on the Katy. For sure. You could yeah. do that. So the, I think, and the, the Katy's hard pack, you know, gravel. Yeah. But uh, Karen had no trouble at all. On, that's on, good. On her uh, long haul so, yeah. trucker. So that's an alternative if you want to do that. Right. And the Katy is There's beautiful. so many options. And you go through some really beautiful... Towns on the Katy. the Katy is pretty flat because it's an old rail bed, of course. Mm. Yeah, the old Missouri-Kansas-Texas Railroad. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd see other cyclists, too, probably in this weather, quite a few.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so it's either... You'd have uh, to
1: go up to St. Charles. Right. Pick it up there. And then head west, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at it last night. Yeah. But then, yeah, so I don't know if I'm going to... Like, I have no problem either. I'm I'm excited for both. Like, I'm just like... Especially if I go south to Raleigh, um, it's going to be like, you know... Taking my time, pitching a tent. You know, it's it gonna, be, it's gonna it, be nice.
1: It's it's and it's beautiful. Interstate forty four parallels mm. sixty six. I don't think old sixty six is continuous. I think you'd have to find an alternative route at times because it joins forty four at times. I think. Yeah, that's my recollection. Yep. Yeah.
0: Harold and I's conversation got interrupted. I didn't know the podcast stops recording in an hour, but we just basically talked about what routes I would take to get out of here. And then he started cleaning up. And this figure out to here he's just doing the dishes and he ends it in a really great way.
1: It would not fit inside the egg carton. Mm. I had to take it separately, wrap it up and carry it separately on my paneer bag mm. outside of the uh, egg carton. Yeah. And it turned out to be a double yoker. It was huge. Yes. That's
0: so great. we cracked
1: the egg open. Incredibly fresh, double yolk, and I saved the shell because it was enormous.
0: Yeah. It's enormous, yeah. That's great. great. The recording stopped halfway. I don't know why. Really?
1: Oh. No, goodness. not like
0: maybe like ten minutes ago. But still, oh. that's when we were getting into talking about the routes and whatnot. Oh, okay. Then it
1: stopped. But that's, that's, that's okay. So just, I'm going to disconnect
0: here. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Well, that's great. But it was good. It was definitely good time. And not here. for your diary. I. Thought, yep. Yeah. Thank you so much.
1: Well, no, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure.
0: I think there was no better way to end that show with harold saying I hope that's enough for your diary crack me up it still does well quick shout outs for everyone who supported on patreon liam Morlick, pack Benavides, jason kaprowski michelle roy russell mormon and emily and Sonia schmidt thank you all i really appreciate it more than you guys will ever know and thanks for everyone on patreon or if you follow me on facebook or snapchat or youtube Hopefully I can post more and more cool shit. I hope to see you guys next time. Peace.